Now to one of the poorest nations in Europe, Bulgaria. Over the weekend, thousands of Bulgarians marched through the streets of the capital, Sofia, to protest corruption and the rising costs of living. Nationwide demonstrations last week led to the resignation of the country's prime minister. You'd expect Bulgarians to look for some solace from religion and the election of a new leader for the Bulgarian Orthodox Church. But the church itself has been embroiled in scandal, as Matthew Brunwasser reports from Sofia. It was a proud moment for Bulgarians. In a special election, the Bulgarian Holy Synod had made a choice. A clearly emotional spokesman made the announcement immediately after the vote. He said it's the first time in more than 600 years that Bulgaria had freely chosen its own spiritual leader and holy autonomous patriarch. So the grand spiritual pageantry in Bulgaria's St. Alexander Nevsky Cathedral, the gold robes and the choir, stoked national pride. But the Bulgarian church hasn't been much of a moral role model for several generations. The Bulgarian media is filled with images like this fuzzy hidden camera video of a bishop demanding payment for an interview. When the reporter protests, the bishop drops the price from $35,000 to $25,000. But that kind of corruption is only the tip of the iceberg. The total lack of public scrutiny has resulted in this massive uh, market for, for church property. Philip Gunif is with the Center for the Study of Democracy in Sofia. He says the Bulgarian church is a mess. For starters, the church is the second biggest landowner in the country after the state. Secrecy and poor management has made it an easy target for organized crime groups. The Holy Synod, which governs the church, is infested with men with files in the former state security police, meaning they informed on others and did the bidding of the Communist Party. And the reason why the association with former secret police is important is because the economic elite and the criminal elite of Bulgaria is largely associated with the former secret police. Theologian Venceslav Karavulchev says the situation is painful, but not entirely shocking. Most of our hierarchy, people who are on the top, our bishops, are not bad people, but not wise people, not well-educated people. And for a small profit are able to do big mistakes. Kata Volchev says the communists intentionally recruited immoral and intellectually inferior people to staff the church, as well as other institutions. Eleven of the 14 bishops who chose the new patriarch have been revealed as collaborators. The church, for its part, is planning to canonize some martyrs of the communist era. Thousands of priests were killed or imprisoned, but the church has never publicly addressed its support for the communist regime. Desislava Paneotova is with the Holy Synod's cultural department. She says the current church officials who collaborated were working for the national interest, not that of the Communist Party. Most of them are decent and uh, helpful to the development of the church life. I think that the repenting has taken place in their hearts, and this is the most important for me. But for many... This still doesn't repair the damage done by keeping silent for so long. Theologian Georgi Todorov says the church's failure to publicly atone for its sins makes the collaboration appear worse than it really was. They should have honestly have said it 
something like two, three, four months after the fall of communism, confessed it to the public, repented, and said, okay, we have done this political compromise, but this is, brothers, a political issue. Please don't overestimate it. Today is the new patriarch's first day in office and expectations are high, but not too high, as His Holiness Patriarch Neofit of Bulgaria himself has a record as a collaborator in the files of the former state security. For The World, I'm Matthew Brunwasser in Sofia, Bulgaria.